Rural Focus. It is Troy with Rural Focus. As we mentioned at the end of uh, yesterday's show, catching up this morning with Deep Herb Senior Research Scientist in Glenn Reithmother. Glenn's going to join us just to... I know your farmers probably do know, but he's here to give us some advice on harvesting short patchy WA cropland. Good morning there to you. Morning, Troy, and good morning, listeners. So what tips do you have for us, Glenn? Well, it's unfortunate we have another one of these seasons Mm, where we mm. have some short crops and whatever, but there are some things we can do to help improve the um, capture of our short crops. Okay. Usually start with a knife. Uh, I can't underestimate having a nice sharp knife Mm. and cutting properly on the ledger plates. Sometimes the knife floats up a bit high and whatever, but it won't. It'll tear the crop off rather than cut it. So having the guards adjusted so that the knife sits where it should do um, is uh, important. And we found that out years ago when we were doing some lentil work, which was really short lentils. Okay. When we set the knife properly, it was just amazing. The stuff just flowed back in so much better than when it was just rough cut. You know. So uh, yeah, I can't underestimate getting that knife sorted first. And now a lot of growers are using already double density knife guards, which does help. So it uh, reduces the amount of shaking from the plant sideways. See a lot of them now have either three or four inch um, guards, you know, with the double density, bring mm-hmm. it back to inch and a half or two, yep. which is, that's that's a good option. And also you can put the extension fingers on some of those guards as well to help catch a, capture stuff that might fall forward. A bit like the old days when we had the old comb front harvesters. Okay. They had yeah, uh, yeah. nice big long fingers and the idea there would capture stuff and feed it in, but we can't use them anymore, of course, for things like <laughs> lupins and canola. But mm-hmm. uh, the principle is just to uh, capture anything that's falling forward from the knife, I guess. Probably the other thing that's really change this year compared to the previous years. We've been talking about using uh, some plastic core flute, which is like plastic cardboard right. attached to the reel. Most reels now are finger time reel. And so when you've got really short crop, it's really annoying to see the stuff cut and then just sit at the knife and just won't move back, you know, either onto the table or to the belt. So having this uh, core flute attached to the reel work really well. Well, now some growers have found there's actually a better product than that now. It actually wears a bit better yep. and lasts a bit longer. And it's easier to to install because you can dr- drill it with a, with a drill. Core flute is difficult to drill. It tends to tear and you virtually have to punch it to make a proper nice hole. But this high-density polyethylene, thin stuff of that, either one and a half or two mil, whichever you can get a hold of, you can just drill it so easy with a with a hand drill, you know, right. and then zip tie it onto the reel. So that, that product, uh, a couple of growers were using and said, yeah, this is uh, beats uh, core flute. You know? right. uh, but if you've, only got, if you've got core flute, sure, use yep. it. But yep. it's got to be black. Yep. For night time, so okay. that uh, you don't get reflection from that. You know, you can use white core flute, but of course, then at night time, it's uh, you know, lights up too much. So mm. black mm. is the thing, and uh, or anything, anything at all. I mean, if they've got some spare belting, the only thing I like about the core flute or black plastic is the high density polyethylene is it's okay. light, and if it accidentally comes off, it's not going to damage your rotor. Whereas if you put some heavy rubber on there, years ago we'd actually try some heavy rubber, but yeah, you don't want heavy rubber going uh, <laughs> going up through the rotor. You'll jam something. So uh, this stuff is so. Thin that it uh, wouldn't cause any problem, I guess. No, it's good uh, that you're hearing back from farmers as well, mate. Yeah, yeah. yes, yeah. And, and that's another thing I was going to mention to you, yeah. Troy. That if any growers are listening to this and have, yeah. reckon they've got a, a good tip to... Uh, could, could they please call me and let me know so I can pass on to the future growers as well, you know. So yeah, we're, we're all in this learning game. So, yeah, and there's other things. You can yep. you can buy some duck feet to put on the reel that makes the or duck duck foot or paddle tines, I think they're called. Two different okay. companies sell yep. them. That helps to make the finger tines on the reel a little bit wider. I think some people have used them more in the centre of the, the reel just to um, sweep the material in a bit better. Uh, not quite as adjustable as a piece of um, high-density polyethylene, though. Okay. But, uh, but still, it's an option. The other thing is, uh, yeah, there's 
those with a big program of uh, things like short lupins and really want to get them in if you haven't got sheep to you know pick up the grain. Aerials are back in vogue, I think. Okay. Um, years ago, there was an aerial made in WA, and now they've sort of come back again with uh, but made of aluminium, mm. much lighter. Still goes out in front of the existing reel, and they are uh, there's two companies that sell them. Uh, and they go from 30 to 50 feet. Okay. Uh, most of the yeah, right most of the headers are in feet these days because it's American, <laughs> so you stick with feet. But yeah. anyway, they assure me you can go from 30 to 50 feet uh, with these aerials, and they can lift them up out of the way. So just use your conventional time reel for better crops, and okay. then drop the aerial down to uh, where it's a bit thin, where you need to push it back a bit. How much can losses be reduced, Glenn? Ah, uh, well, that's another thing. The measuring losses is the key. The um, uh, the Grower Group Alliance did some loss work last year with the Continent Group as well with yep. Ben White, and yep. certainly there's the losses are still too high on things like lupins. You know, years ago we used to lose about 20% of our lupins, and now they're still losing 10%. So we'd like to get that down to, you know, say 1% for wheat and um, maybe 2 or 3% for more difficult crops. Canola is a tricky one because you, you, it's very hard to see canola, but that's where I reckon uh, using drop trays is the uh, the thing you really got to okay. use to yeah, right, eh? measure your losses so you know exactly what you are <laughs> losing. But you can save a lot of money by, uh, you know, growers that have bought uh, drop trays reckon okay. they've just made that money back in the first year. And yeah. it just helps you decide how to set the machine as well because yep. during the day it can change. And once you get a feel for how the things work, you may not have to use it every day and you get a feel for what sort of settings. Uh, it just gives you confidence in what you're doing, no? Absolutely. Yeah, no, it's uh, what we need before harvest, really, don't we? So. Yes, and we don't want to put seed out in the ground for mice to eat either. So no, absolutely. Most yeah. of it in the front, then what goes in the header, keep it in the header, then using these drop trays to check that it, it does, I think is uh, will be important this year particularly. Would it be... Uh, important more in the Midwest going forward, mate, well, or, or all across regional WA? Well, I mean, any season you have these problem crops yep. or you know, if you're growing short lentils or yep. anything like that, yes, it's still applicable to yep. anything that's really short, for sure. Not so bad for cereals in a good season. They stand up and uh, you know, there's nowhere near as bad a problem. But you, if you have short barley, that, yep. that's another problem. You can have yep. the barley heads sit on the knife and it's just annoying to see it sit there and not get swept back into the front. Yeah. Further information on all this, sort of, I've updated the um, our website with the uh, if you just uh, put in your search engine harvesting yep. short patchy crops, okay. it'll come up with the first thing you'll find is uh, is the article that was updated this year. Okay. And uh, read a bit more about stuff in there. Yeah, and certainly if any growers have any tips to let me know, 0417-975-360. There you go. Mate, as always, nice to chat with you. Thank you for that update. And, uh, yeah, hopefully uh, the farmers around regional WA get in con- contact with you. Yep. Very good. And uh, and also, guys, stay safe at harvest. Mm. It's very mm. stressful driving with a comb really close to the ground. So so take time to have breaks and do anything you can to stay more alert because it is more tricky. Because you're generally driving a bit faster than you normally would and close to the ground it is stressful. So, uh, But take breaks and have a safe harvest. Deep Herb Senior Research Scientist, Glenn Reithmuller. Glenn, thanks for the updates this morning, mate. No worries at all.